I bid you welcome. They're coming to get you, Barbara. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Just like me. A boy's best friend is his mother. You like Huey Lewis in the news? I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. 37. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. In a row? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. It's you and me, Stone. We're gonna get in each other's heads, man. <laughs> you might not like what you find, James. Not only does Andy have the best moves, but he's also got the movies. Yes, did that get you pumped? It gets me fucking pumped. Makes me want to punch a nun or something. All that built up, all that hype. Just listen to a fat guy stutter for 15 minutes. Okay, so before I get started, I should probably thank uh, my good buddy, Mike Lunsford, over at the Great Geek Refuge. He's a big help in helping me putting this podcast together. He uh, helps me with a lot of the technical stuff. He uh, helps give me suggestions and things like that. So uh, if you're listening and you're into geeky stuff like Star Trek and films, and I know you're liking the films if you're listening to me, uh, and comic books and video games, things like that, Check out the Great Geek Refuge. They got a Facebook page. They do all kinds of podcasts. So check him out. He's a pretty awesome guy. He's got a pretty awesome website. Uh, I got a couple uh, articles on there, and I'm on a couple podcasts. Uh, so feel free to check that out. All right, let's check out the news here. Uh, looks like veteran actor James Hong, who's probably best known for playing David Lopan in Big Trouble in Little China, is finally getting his uh, star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame after uh, working since 1954 and being in over 400 films, being a writer, actor, director, he's finally getting his own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And I think it's well, well overdue, if you ask me. Uh, the guy's very talented. He's got a lot of really good movies under his belt. Uh, like I said, Big Trouble in China, if you listen to this podcast and you listen to that theme song you know i love john carpenter so so congratulations mr hong well deserved all right also in the news uh, steven spielberg has two movies in the works that are going to be going on to netflix um hey steve didn't you just get done saying that the films on netflix uh, shouldn't count for awards and they don't qualify for anything, and they don't count as real films, blah, 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 blah. Well, now he's saying that he was taking that context, and he didn't mean what he said, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what you're trying to pull, Steve, but I I think they gave you that Netflix money, and you, you didn't shy it down from it, so now you're working for Netflix. You're working for the guy you were trashing. Although, I guess I can't really blame you. If I started getting mucho money for... Work for somebody I can't stand, and, you know, I'd probably take my word back, too. All right, so 
we were talking about James Hong a little bit. Speaking of very cool things that came from Asia, I'm going to talk about a 2000 movie called Uzumaki, which is Japanese for spiral. Uh, this is based on a manga from the late 90s uh, by Junji Ito. This guy is a really talented manga comic book artist and writer. He makes some really good horror stuff. He's like the Stephen King of comic books in Japan. He makes really creepy, cool, creative stuff. Uh, his stuff has been adapted to film, movies. It was almost a video game. He helped do some art direction for P.T., the Silent Hill game that never was. And that's upsetting to me. I'm still bummed to this day that that game got canceled. So uh, Spiral has a really, really, I guess I'd say a real one-note plot. It's about a small town in Japan that starts having all these horrific occurrences because it's supposedly cursed by the spiral. Um, the film starts with uh, a little, a young girl, high school student by the name of Kyrie, and she gets scared by the wind or something. I don't know. It's not really established, but she has a stalker, and the stalker is one of her classmates, and this guy, instead of, like, getting to know her or talking to her, you know, just being a general pleasant person to her, he likes to scare the fuck out of her, and that's his way of showing affection. And he says, oh, well, if I get a hot girlfriend like you, then everyone will respect me. So he doesn't even like her for the right reasons. He's just being a weirdo creep. And that's basically what she says. She says, that's real nice, but I gotta go. At least, in a nice way, she says she's gotta go. She's your creep. So she's going to meet her boyfriend. It's this guy named Shuichi. And I'm probably going to butcher his name, because I have a horrible lisp. But uh, Shuichi, I don't... He's uh, got all the personality of a wet fart. He, uh... He's, he's like Crispin Glover if he was a Japanese high school student. His hair's slicked back. He's wound up real tight. He has, like, no real emotion to anything whatsoever. Uh, but he likes Kyrie, and they're dating. So, uh, but yeah. And apparently girls think he's hot, too. They all say he's a real hot guy, and I, I don't know. So... Uh, oh, before Kirie meets Shuichi, uh, she sees a guy filming a snail on a wall. And she's like, oh, that's Shuichi's dad. So she tries saying, hi, Mr. Shuichi, or whatever his name is. And he doesn't say anything. And so she's like, all right, well, that's weird. She moves on. She tells Shuichi about it. She goes, uh, I think I saw your dad recording a snail. But I don't think it was him. Maybe it wasn't. He goes, oh, yeah, that was my dad. She was recording a snail with my dad. She goes, well, what's that all about? Shuichi says that he's obsessed with the spiral now. So that's why he's filming everything with a spiral on it. He takes everything home that has a spiral pattern on it. Uh, there's a moment at the beginning where somebody says, oh, hey, somebody stole the sign of this utique. And then later we see that his dad took it home because it has a spiral pattern on it when you turn it on. So he's got this big collection of stuff in his bedroom of spiral pattern stuff like pottery and signs and 
rocks and artwork and things like that. And uh, Kitie goes home, and uh, her dad is like a local uh, sculptor, potter type person. And Shuichi's dad asks him to make a spiral pattern bowl. And he's like, all right, fine. He starts going on about how great the spiral is and how it's the most wonderful shape there is. It, it's made to hook your eye in and blah, 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 blah. And the guy's like, oh, that's that's real nice. <laughs> You're scaring me now. Please go away. So the whole movie has it, it has like a it's based on a comic book that has like a series of vignettes in it that's all connected and it's all like a, all, a long over branching narrative but uh it all has to do with this town and horror stories involving the spiral uh so one of the first scary things that happen is that kiri comes in and she uh delivers the pot to shuiki's dad uh, no one's around in the house but she sees that the clothes washer's running, and it's making a weird noise, so she opens it up, and she screams, and she freaks out, and we don't see what it is until later, but apparently, Shuichi's dad killed himself using this washer. It's kind of weird, but it, it's kind of funny, too, when you actually see. Again, it's involving the spiral and his obsession with the spiral. By the way, I don't recommend taking a shot every time I say spiral because you're going to be dead by the end of the episode. So, uh, they they go to a funeral parlor and it's uh, Shuichi's dad's funeral. And they cremate the body. The body creates smoke and it creates a spiral-shaped pattern in the sky and it freaks out Shuichi's mom. And she's hospitalized for the rest of the movie. Uh, she becomes spiral phobic, so if she sees anything spiral related, she freaks out. She sees that there's a spiral in her finger in her fingerprints, so she cuts her fingernails, her fingerprints off. Uh, she cuts her hair off because she sees a spiral pattern in her hair. Uh, so yeah, as there's a poster in the in the hallway that shows a spiral pattern in your ear, and as soon as Shuichi sees that, he tears the poster down. And says, well, mom can't see that or she'll stick, like, a needle in her ear to get the spiral out. So there's that. There's also other things that allude to the shorter stories from the comic book. Like, there's a student who doesn't come to school unless it's raining. And he's real slow. They, they compare him to a slug because he moves so slow and he talks real slow. And he uh, he's kind of like me, actually, now I think about it. But, uh, but yeah, he comes in, he's covered in slime, and this kid's making fun of him, and everyone's laughing at him. So he trips him while he gets to his desk, and he falls over, and all this, like, slime comes off of him. And it splashes on the bully, and the bully's like, oh, you son of a bitch. And he looks on his on the, the kid's back, and he's got, like, a spiral pattern on his back, and it's there's something starting to grow on, the, on his back. Uh... So then, there's things like that. There's things involving a girl's hair. There's things involving the kid who uh, who uh, tries to scare Kyrie into liking him. Uh, there's a few other things like there's uh, 
After his dad's death, uh, Suichi becomes involved with an investigative journalist. And there's a good chunk of the movie dedicated to this journalist, like, becoming friends with Kirie and Suichi. And uh, he does all this research. There's, like, a good chunk of the movie of him at the library pulling up research, looking through all these books and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm not going to give anything away, but it... it the, the One of the biggest flaws of this movie is that because it's based on a comic book that wasn't finished when they were making the movie, there's a lot of things that go nowhere. In fact, the, the, the movie ends, like, it just stops. There's no real ending. It just stops when there should be an ending or some sort of dramatic conclusion. But it just seems like it hits the 90-minute mark, and they feel like that's it. There's no need to go any further. So, uh... The movie has a really interesting take on the cinematography. Um, excuse me. It has like a uh, a real washed out palette to it. Like it 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 looks like it's filmed in the seventies from the wardrobe and the color palettes and things like that and the locales. Um, the only thing kind of thing that looks modern day is the video camera that Shuichi's dad uses. Other than that, it could take place in the 70s. Um, the uniforms look very old school, and to be honest with you, I don't know a lot about Japanese school uniforms, despite what the internet will tell you. So, uh, again, it, it's not bad, but it does falter in some spots. Uh, I think it's worth checking out at least once. This came out uh, in the year 2000, when the J-horror boom started, uh, when the ring became big, or Rengu as it's called in Japan, um, distributors and video companies were buying up all these properties for Japanese horror films, and when they ran out of Japanese horror films, they got Chinese ones and Korean ones, and um, it kind of it's kind of a good thing now because. American culture has been more susceptible and adaptive to foreign films. Uh, movies you'd see from other countries, you, you rarely hear hear about. Like, maybe Seven Samurai would be the exception. Uh, but but now there's more a more bigger following for films from other countries. Parasite was a big movie that came out from Korea. Um... Before that, there was another movie called Train to Busan, which is a fantastic zombie movie. Uh, I would recommend checking that movie out. I wish that movie got as much attention as Parasite, because it's just as good. It's just it's just a horror movie. That's why it probably doesn't isn't as big as Parasite. But I would check that out. Uh, as far as Uzumaki goes, uh, I, I would check it out. Uh, I still like it. I mean, 20 years later, I still enjoy the movie, despite its faults. Um, if you don't like it, tell me why. Let me know what you did or didn't like about it. If you do like it, let me know. Uh, I love to hear different opinions about things. I love talking to folks about movies, even if they don't. we don't agree with it, about it. It's a lot better than talking about politics. Uh, right now, Uzumaki is being made into an anime, too, which is going to come out on... Uh, Adult Swim. Unfortunately, due to COVID, there was a bit of a uh, bit of a delay. But it looks just like the comic book, like literally. 
It's not colorized in any shape or form. It looks like moving ink that it looks just like Junji Ito's drawings come to life. Uh, a couple years back, they made a Junji Ito anime based on a lot of his shorts, but a lot of folks didn't like it. Uh, I liked it. I don't know what the hate's about, but it doesn't take much to please me. Uh, but yeah, uh, I would recommend Uzumaki or Spiral, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I just found out that it was on Prime. That's how I rediscovered it. It's avail available for free on Amazon Prime, uh, but it's also available to buy uh, for like 8 bucks. I recommend checking that out. Um, but yeah, watch it if you're if you're if you're into it. Uh, if you end up liking it, I would recommend buying it because unfortunately the DVD is out of print. A used one it costs for at least about fifty bucks online. So I would also recommend checking out the manga. The manga has a lot more in-depth, uh, smaller stories. The only uh, the only thing is is if you're expecting a bit more comedy like the movie. You're going to be disappointed. It's a lot more darker and a lot more horror-related than than the movie. So, yeah. Check it out. Let me know what you... Th Excuse me. Holy shit. This is why I shouldn't record after I had dinner. Uh, check it out. Let me know what you think. Uh, I think my next episode will probably be on the Belko experiment from 2017. Uh... So, yeah, uh, I'm going to come up with another palate cleanse for next time. But, yeah, uh, thanks for everybody who's been checking this out. This is Andy Barch saying, if you try hard enough, you can always find new things to do with marshmallows. That's my non-advice. Thanks very much, everyone. Have a good day.